0: Welcome to Good Good Talks. (laughs) If you are an avid listener, oh my goodness, you guys know. I have not been consistent on getting these out, and I honestly am just so, so sorry that I haven't, because I love consistency from podcasts that I listen to, but right now my life is just not consistent, so um, yeah, I just want to say thanks for still being here, but guys. I'm going to do my best to get these out every two weeks, um, but real life, I was in Illinois the last week or so, maybe like six days, and uh, my mom had a double mastectomy. It was for precautionary measures for cancer, but it just was a lot, and I hadn't been home for almost a year. so. I thought I was going to have time to record and want to record, but the last thing I wanted to do was leave my parents' side. So I just thank you guys for giving me grace in that, Um, and if you saw any of the posts or anything and just praying with me through that, that was, she's great, and she's been told to be the model um, patient for all of this, so praise the Lord for that. Guys, anyway, I'm just stoked for this episode. Um... Because I had this interview with Rachel a long time ago, I want to say in about August, when I had either gotten back from Europe or before I went. So it was a while ago. Um, But guys, she is so incredibly sweet. She actually has her own podcast. It's called Unaltered Grace Podcast. Um, And so you guys need to go check her out. But right now, hear her, hear her story, hear her heart, and how um, she's just all about the Lord and all about just gospel-centered life and diving into the word. Um, and she uses so many scripture references and I just, it was just really fun to be a part of the conversation, but then listen back again, because, um, it's just very uplifting. So guys, she was prepared for this interview and had all the things, had so many great points and she has so many different hats. So I, anyway, I'm just excited for y'all to meet her. So here is my conversation with Rachel. All right, here we go. Okay. Okay, so you've been listening to Good Good Talks for a little bit then, at least like yeah, before I this season Yeah, I think maybe
1: started? maybe a year, oh my a my long time. time. Okay. I feel like it's been a year. Have you been up for a year? Because I really think that I was pushing my son in the stroller last year. Oh my gosh. to your episodes. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Yes. Um, I started beginning of June. Yeah, June 2017. So definitely yeah, it's totally been a year sense. in June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. so I've
1: listened to probably almost all of your episodes. So this is just so cool Aww. to actually listen to and talk to you.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, I love that. So with you being um the first and second season and then now coming into this third season with Grit girl, um did you know that? I mean, I don't I don't think I told you about the new season when you had reached out to me. Um Mm-mm. but have you gotten a chance to at least like listen to like the intro one or Um, one of the interviews
1: that I've already had
0: and kind of know where it's
1: going... Mm-hmm, I did. Yeah. So I listened to your intro and I really loved your recorded conversation as you were just like processing your heart out to God on yeah. like what you felt like he, he was calling you to do for this season. So I love that you shared that because I think that that was such like an authentic taste and like authentic vision mm-hmm. for you for this podcast. So I absolutely loved that. And then I listened to your first episode with, was it Maddie? Yes. Yes, right yes. okay yeah that was so good i felt like i was sitting there at like the camp with you girls <laughs> and totally that. jealous of her like christian experience and like her ministry opportunities but you know kind of jealous in a good way right yeah <laughs> to, absolutely like, build maddie up yeah I, um was still a little jealous um and then i started listening to your last one Madonna. i can't remember who. yeah yeah. 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 So I started listening to hers, but I haven't finished that one yet. Yeah, so I think that I'm one's a little bit
0: longer. Up. So, no, totally. I just wanted to know where you had, um, if you had listened to a little bit and kind of get, I guess, like a little bit of feedback of since, since you've been with Good Good Talks from the beginning, um, yeah. kind of where it's going now. And now that you, I mean, I love that you get to like answer all the questions as well. But, um, I just love that you've gotten to be from the beginning to hear and listen to a few of them. So, Yeah, that's awesome. it's been Thank so you. much fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just, like, dive right in then to the questions, and then we'll just see where it leads.
1: Yeah, girl. All I'm right. all set.
0: Okay, awesome. So, this is the season for Grit Girl, and the first question would be, how would you define Grit.
1: Oh, goodness. So I thought about this question for the longest time, and I (laughs) looked up Urban Dictionary for grit. I would not recommend Urban Dictionary for anything. (laughs) So no answers on there. And then I have just really been praying about this question, and I really want to answer it in a way that I hope will build up other women in all seasons of life. So... Without further ado, here it is. Okay. So I would define grit as the mama who is sleep-deprived but joy-filled, the college girl who's standing up for what she believes in, no matter if anyone else is or not. I would define grit as the single lady who is adulting it on her own and who's giving her life full, who's living her life full and happy. Um, The long work shift woman who is excited (laughs) to wake up in the morning and fulfill her job role again just to do it again the next day. I think the newly married wife has grit. The women in ministry have grit. The social media entrepreneur. The high school girl who is saving her virginity and everything else for marriage. I think that that is such grit. Um, the girl who is anxiety filled but is clinging to Jesus in the midst of those panic attacks, I think that that is grit. Um, the lady who's following her god-given dream, no matter if anyone else thinks it's really worth it, I think that that is grit. So I think that there are so many like beautiful and living examples of people in all stages of life yeah. even if I didn't like exactly catch whomever stage, but I think that there's so many examples of like just living like with grit as like your foundation. Mm -hmm. But so I thought on this one a long, long time, (laughs) and I kind of think it's clever, but I kind of think it works and I kind of think it doesn't. So (laughs) I was trying to like think of grit as like an acronym. So I created this like topic of grit for me to be gospel realized in time or gospel realization in time, because I really truly think that like the ultimate grit is found when we can humble ourselves Mm -hmm. and know that we aren't really able to grit it out on our own at all times and in all things, but to know that when we rely on Jesus as our ultimate strength to continue persevering on and gritting it gracefully through whatever blessing and circumstance we are, or like what, whatever we're in, Mm -hmm. I think that that like is grit. So like, I think that grit, like, is firmly placed in, like, humbling ourselves and, like, realizing that the gospel has its place in every circumstance and that we can realize that the gospel can, like, penetrate our life in all times and all seasons. And, like, once we realize that and, like, focus intentionally on that, I think that our grit or, like, our strength and resolve, our determination, I think that that is all the more strengthened because we aren't doing it on our own. So, in a nutshell, that's, <laughs> that's what I like. Amazing. Grit
0: is. That was Thanks. incredible, cool. especially because I think hitting all the different avenues of um, how people are gritting it is um, definitely something that my heart is for this season. Because I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to miss anybody, and I don't, I want to make sure that everybody knows whatever the heck they're doing. It doesn't have to be anything. You don't have to have your own business and have to be, like, Mm -hmm. living it up with, like, your husband in the Bahamas. It's literally whatever you're doing, you're gritting it in some way. So I love that you hit all of those. That was incredible.
1: Yeah. Oh, thanks, girl. That was only, like, God. Because I've been praying about this for the longest time. And really, I think, like, we all have to have grit in this life. You know? Like, it's so hard to go through any circumstance in life if you didn't have, like, strength and determination and just hope for the future that you can get through this season and not even like get through it, but like live and enjoy whatever season of life you are like with the joy and with just gratefulness and to like, look ahead and have goals for the future, but to know like you are placed in whatever season in life you are in right now for like a purpose. And I think that we have to have grit, like just to, just to make it through this world, because it's hard. There's yeah. so many hard, hard things wherever, like in whatever season life of life you're in.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. So then with all of those definitions of different seasons and different places that people may be, how mm-hmm. do you feel what season you're in, and how are you gritting it right now through that?
1: Um. So I guess a little about me is that I'm 26, and I have a He's a hand, he's a couple months older than a year. So he's like 14 months old. So my son Isaiah definitely has like halted us or like jolted us into a whole new season of parenthood (laughs) yeah so um i'm married to steve and he has been my husband for about three years almost and he's a police officer so that's kind of a little like run through of my family yeah and then um i work as a children's icu nurse and then i also am um working online as a student in seminary school because i would love to be like in full-time ministry so I kind of have a lot of roles that I juggle on a daily basis, which I think is fun, but also daunting at the same time when I actually, like, spell them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot when you think about it, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it is so much fun. And I think, like, right now, just realizing that I can't pull off all those hats at once, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think God gives me the grace that when I'm at work – I can like fully dedicate my heart to serve the patients and families at work. Yeah. Like, granted, yes, I always think about my husband and my son, and like, I'm always a wife and mom to him, but mom to them. Um, But I, I think that God really gives me the grace to like fully immerse in whatever role I'm doing at that time. Yeah. So I guess, like, as a, as a mom and like online student, those roles are usually interdispersed. Like I'm working on homework when Isaac is playing on the floor, and I'm like trying to type a paper at the same time. Yeah. But I think like God it just really gives me the like grit and strength to keep pressing on, like one step at a time. Um, I think right now, since I have so many like dreams and goals and expectations. And I'm just working towards so many different things. Like God willing, I think right now it's super hard to like, just sit in the season that I am in and to actually put in the work because I would love to like have a booming ministry for the Lord Mm -hmm. right now. I would like love to, you know, be the best mom right now and like just be the best at, at that I can be in every single circumstance and like I think if I always look towards those goals and don't appreciate like where I am right now and like telling myself like I'm a good mom right now or like I'm a good wife right now even though I don't have like home-cooked meals every day or even though like don't read a bedtime story every night to my son you know like I think just like realizing that there's so much grace in it and we can always be better but like appreciating where we are right now I think is a really good way to orient yourself to know that you're like gritting it with the best that you can yeah. and like there's always room for more if yeah. that makes sense I'm kind yeah. of going around in a circle no you're <laughs> like, totally fine total, like spiral <laughs> processing thinking like, no Wait,
0: what was question again? that is what it is no that's what this conversation <laughs> podcast is is literally just processing things aloud and if we yeah. get somewhere then we get somewhere I guess yeah, I'm like, m- <laughs> my thing for you is like for I don't know I like, guess You've given so many definitions of grit that have been wonderful. I'm just trying to think of, like, um, what what does grit look like for you on a daily basis of, like, okay, so is it, um, like you said, like, typing and doing things for your um, schooling while with your kiddo? Um, does that make sense of, like, a little bit yeah. more of... Um, the mindset that I guess that you have, or like, how do you, um, with leaning into the Lord of like, what does, do you feel like, um, you have like a daily thing that you do with him in the morning or at night or, um, like a more specific way that you grit Yeah.
1: It? Yeah. So like you want kind of my day to day, everyday grit life. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess I would say that I would have like an ideal way that I would love to live my life, but I'm going to tell you like what I actually do. So I typically, yeah, (laughs) I will typically wake up like whenever my son wakes me up because before I was trying to have morning devotion time before he woke up and it just like left me drained more yeah. than anything so my son usually wakes up at like 6 30 or 7 a.m um and then when I get like a bonus 8 a.m day yeah. it is just like the best way to start my day yeah. so um I usually wake up with my son um my husband is typically at work when I'm here so it's usually just me and my son here um I will I mean, do all the basic stuff. But as far as like my devotions for the Lord, um, I really try to read my Bible, um, lately out on the porch when he is taking a nap. So yeah. I try to read, like, two to three chapters a day in the Bible, and I think, like, even that takes grit. Like, there are so many things vying for my attention um, totally. to not get into the Word and to not give, like, God any time during, uh, during my day. And, like, granted, it doesn't happen at all times that I – sit down and intentionally read the word. So on days that I don't, I really try to, um, like have the Version Bible app pop up and whenever it like pops up for the daily verse of the day, yeah. I always like really try to force myself to like at least read that or to at least like get into my word via the phone. Yeah. Um, but I think it is really important to like crack open the actual book and just allow yourself time to, like, get into the Bible, even if, like, you don't feel like it's a huge revelation. So that is something that I really try to do um, every day as far as spiritual discipline. Um, And then I also, like, work on podcast stuff when he's sleeping or if he's, like, playing with his toys. Um, I also try to work on school stuff. So I'm, like, constantly just have a to-do list of, like, Things to do for class, whether it's reading books or doing papers. Um, And then me and him just hang out here most of the day by ourselves, swimming or whatever (laughs) in the summer of Wisconsin. And at night, I kind of do the whole like studying like, for the Lord, for school, doing podcast stuff yeah. at night when he goes to bed at 7 p.m. So yeah. really my day-to-day, like, if I'm being productive with ministry stuff, and I guess ministry stuff is my school and, like, podcast things, mm-hmm. um, I, like, work during nap times. So So gritting It I, for
0: You is, like, really filling yeah, in those times with just yeah. getting stuff done even when it's not necessarily the thing you want to be doing.
1: Yeah, I think that would be, like, the practical, tangible, practical, tangible, like, way that I grit is during nap times, and last night, I actually watched a TV show for, like, the first time in forever versus (laughs) working on, like, my stuff, which I totally think is so good to do, but I just found that it kind of, like, sucked life out of me, Mm. and... I'm, like, thinking, and it probably wasn't the best show to watch. So <laughs> it just, like, it sucked life out of me. So I, like, really feel joy and feel feel fulfilled right now when I get, like, those things done. So I, like, just absolutely love what I'm doing. It's, like, during nap times that I grit out those, like, extra things when yeah. I'm not being, like, a mom and a wife yeah. or working.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's cool. I love that. That's great. So then how would you encourage other women that? Are in your season of being a mom and trying to juggle different things or really just even like being in school or being a nurse since you have different hats it's kind of you have almost like different ways that you can encourage women so yeah what you got
1: <laughs> oh girl so I'm also very prepared for this question okay. so <laughs> I would have like six points so I'm going to try my best to not like have you on the line forever for this. (laughs) So I think that like, so back to like my definition of grit is gospel realization in time. So I think like knowing that the gospel that Jesus like came and died for our sins and like the whole thing of the gospel, I think knowing that that Penetrate, penetrates every area of my, li- my yeah. life as a mom, as yeah. a wife, as a student, as a worker, whatever. I think it penetrates everything. So my first point would be that I think in light of that, like we should boast in our own weaknesses. So I think putting our weaknesses on like the table can strengthen others to not put such a high expectation on themselves. Yeah. So like often when I think about telling my roles like when I hear that, it kind of seems like an unattainable, like, life, but (laughs) when people know that, like, I hardly have supper on the table, I, like, there's so many things that I need to work on, like, my husband is whatever number on the Enneagram, and he's (laughs) super clean, and just very meticulous, and Uh I am not really the cleanest (laughs) person (laughs) around our house, and our house is very full of, like, dog hair all the time, so I think, like, I think, like, boasting in your own weakness really allows other people to see that, like, yes, on the surface, maybe she has a lot of stuff going on that I don't think that I could actually do. But just yeah. knowing that there are so many other things that I fail at, I think that that has build other people up. So that's my number one. Yeah. Um, and then I think that for two, I think we all need people. We all like need friends who have this. So like as a Christian, um, I really need friends or I need like family members that will point me back to the gospel mm-hmm. that will point me back to like God and will listen to my situations wholeheartedly, but won't like wallow in them with me, but yeah. will kind of pick me up and like, kick me on the butt if I'm being stupid and will say, like, in the grand scheme of, like, the gospel, like, God is working through this situation. So that one is super important is to just find people who will continue to point you back to God. Um totally. I think for the next one, I think that prayer is so important. So I think that anyone in any sort of busy situation, um, especially, I guess as a mom to a little one, I found that just offering up like a prayer in the midst of the chaos, like, yeah. Lord Jesus, please <laughs> help me. <Yes. laughs> like, I think that there's so much power to that because like, when I'm trying to change my son's diaper and he's rolling over and throwing a fit every single time I try to change his diaper, like, sometimes it's so good to just look up and, like, laugh at the situation and yeah. know that like God is there with me. Yeah, not laughing too at my seriously. yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And like not thinking that this is the worst thing in the world because it happened every three hours. Yeah. I try to change my <laughs> son's diaper and it's mass chaos. So I think like prayers are so important. Um, I think that like just even just praying aloud to God, like having a more kind of formal pray- prayer time and like processing kind of like you did on your first like Gritted Girl mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. where you just were in the car and just like processing what you were feeling and like what sort of things you thought that God was saying to you and just yeah. like talking to God aloud like in the room and just laying it all out like he's your best friend because i mean he is like that's the relationship he wants with us and i think that prayer is so important to keep like gritting it throughout the mundane yeah in this life no absolutely Um, totally i totally agree on that one (laughs) yeah um so my fourth one would be to really just like be quiet And listen for the Lord. So in Psalm 4610, um, it says, be still and know that I am God. And I just love, love, love that verse because like I can get so caught up in my to-do list and get so caught up in the things that I want to get done for the day that I won't actually like look around and see the beauty of things. Yeah. Um, so I think like just noticing the beauty like, in this life Mm -hmm. is just such a gift, like, just being, like, silent and pausing, and I guess as a mom, like, I think that seeing the beauty in what your children are doing and, like, like leaving your phone on the counter for, like, hours and not checking it and just being still, like, with your children and giving them your complete, full attention, I think that that is such a gift to them. And it seems like it would be an easy thing to do, like, but it's hard. (laughs) It's it's really, really hard. hard.
0: It's so hard. I try to do that even, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I've definitely babysat, and my best friend has a daughter, and so I know, like, there are times when they're doing their thing and you don't want to sit on the ground with them and you just want to scroll Instagram and just like check out for a second. So yeah. if I'm feeling that as someone that's just watching a kid, I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like to be, to be a full-time mom and just want those small, small moments, but then to choose to put it down. Yeah, that's hard for sure.
1: Yeah, it is so difficult, especially like with our age of social media and what even like when you're trying to be like intentional on social media, it is so hard to like just leave it away and forget about it. Totally. And it seems so silly, but it is such like a battle to like grit it against the phone. <laughs> Which it totally is, is. a whole oh. different subject, but it's so hard. Yeah. Ugh. No, I um, totally agree. Yeah. So My fifth point would be like to know that you are created for a time like this. So whatever season you're at, like know that like this is what season you're supposed to be in and you are created for this time. And I think that that also like just makes you be grateful and intentional in living your fullest in this time. Like no matter if it's an awful time or not like Mm -hmm. I think back to Ecclesiastes 3 1 through 8 and that's like the beautiful poem where it says and I won't read all of it because it's quite long but (laughs) to everything there's a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven Um, and I think that like just knowing that you're created for a time like this is so important and can validate like your life and that you are so worth it in God's like big creation plan Mm -hmm. um so like just a quick story before I get on to my six point and I'm actually going quite fast through these no I love
0: no this (laughs) is great I love that you have all of these thought out and prayed over it's incredible so oh thanks girl I'm
1: usually not this organized so like for the Enneagram I am totally just a throw it together girl and (laughs) it is gonna happen whether it's like not perfect or whatever so (laughs) hey
0: that's all right let's i love it keep going (laughs) Um,
1: so like a quick story i guess to highlight that is like to know that you are created for a time like this is that and i can't give too many details because of like medical um confidentiality and all that but um last week i had the opportunity and like the privilege to be there um when a young child took his last breath Mm. and the child was about the age of my son Mm. and it was just like a horrific situation and just a horrific like day and like taking care of him and his family for like 10 hours that day and like finally being there when he had passed was something that like there's no words for it you know and I have been sitting ever since last week in this season of like not being able to separate my my own life from Mm -hmm. my work life as a nurse and I think that this like can relate to anyone in any sort of like caring profession and I mean even I know as a teacher like you get immersed in these children's lives and so like all that to say is that like Ecclesiastes and like knowing that there's a purpose for like even the most horrendous and like tragic and horrific things and Mm. like I have no idea, like, why God would, why God would allow that to happen to this child or to this family, but, like, I know that he's still good throughout it, yeah. and, like, looking back on that situation and knowing that I was able to pray for the family and, like, pray with the family and, like, that I'm able to be, like, strengthened by my coworkers who helped give me grit, but I'm also able to, like, check in with my coworkers who also, like, took care of that child and that family and, like just giving them support and, like, supporting them through this, like, season and this time and just knowing that, like, okay, Lord, like, this was so hard for me and this is affecting my life and this is going to stick with me because it was just horrendous. But I know, like, without a doubt that, like, God had placed me there. And I think that God is, like, so kind in just, like, giving us little glimpses of Him. So He... But prior to work that day I like just felt the need to pray. Like just really felt the need to pray. So I was in my car in the parking lot and I have like a little note card um in my car, like that has of prayer written out on it, like mm-hmm. to pray for my patients and my family and like to be able to shine the light of Jesus for them. And mm-hmm. I don't like, that's another one of the things where I think like I'm going to do things every day, but I'm yeah. just not a habit person <laughs> and I just either. don't. But, totally get it. <laughs> yeah. But I like totally felt just the need to take that out and just to like really intentionally pray over my day. And like now looking back, I know that that was God's kindness in just being with me like throughout those moments and Mm -hmm. like being with that family and that child and like knowing that he was there and that he created me for a time like that, I think just really validates, um, you know, like working hard, like doing your job. And I mean, that's a drastic situation and that's Mm -hmm. a pretty drastic example, but it's so good to like, just firmly know that God's hand was all over a season or like a situation in your life and I think that that is a beautiful beautiful gift
0: yeah absolutely absolutely those are those are great (laughs) incredible I loved them (laughs) Mm,
1: good 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 oh my last one just oh, I, yes. think I said
0: six. Sorry, but I thought you were I, on six. No, my bad.
1: No, I thought I was done too. <laughs> I think the last one. And then I'm I think I'm just gonna probably stop talking. Oh <laughs> um, no.
0: This is an interview for you to just like spill it all. So please.
1: Oh man. <laughs> I am like thinking back to like my podcast recording and it's like, ooh, I actually get to talk a little bit more. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I know. That's exactly how oh, I feel whenever girl. I'm interviewed. So I no, I totally get it.
1: Oh, man. So my last one, and then I truly will, like, shut up a little bit um, if you'll let me. <laughs> um, I think six, like, is to maintain a healthy, positive thought life. So the verse that I, like, base this one on is Philippians 4, eight. It says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I think that that, like, holds so much weight in our life and can truly, like, drastically change our life if we like continue like continually try to refocus ourselves like yeah. in our thought life on those things because yeah. it's so easy to have this like turmoil within your mind and like thinking about past regrets and whatever it is and mm-hmm. like i think that that is so detrimental to like allowing you to really grit it in life
0: absolutely no i honestly i just was i mean my brother's not a girl a gritted girl but i just was talking to him <laughs> the other day about, um, it's just one thought can lead to another thought can lead to another thought. And so (laughs) we have to be careful of, okay, where do these thoughts start spiraling? Where do, and I know it's something I talked about with Maddie as well. Like where does comparison start? And then why does that dig us deeper? Like we can either choose to go one way or the other. And, um, I think that we forget it's a choice and that's, that's, what's hard is, um, it's a choice. So we, have to put grit into it, we have to put some some energy into, like, actually choosing the goodness, the loveliness, the things that it talks about in Philippians, rather than mm-hmm. um, the other things that may not seem, like, too big of a deal, but when they're piled up, it gets to be a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think for, like, a season in my life before I met my husband, I was so... Like, I was, are you still there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. gotcha. It's not a quiet person. So quiet. Like, oh, goodness, a loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for a season in my life, like when I was single, before I met my husband, I would always constantly think about like past relationships mm-hmm. and like past hurts or regrets or like just all of that stuff and granted I don't think that like those thoughts can totally go away when you're in a season like that yeah but like it's just so good just to like throw away the thoughts that don't really actually help you yeah so like I found it I've found it really helpful and granted I don't do this all the time but when I'm thinking something that like isn't pure or lovely or admirable or gracious <laughs> and all of those things, I like try to tell myself in my head, like, I don't need to think about this. Like it is in the past and like God has forgiven me from it. Like granted, I think that God also will bring up things that we need to repent over and that we need to like bring those to God and those are like good moments to turn like a bad thought into praying to the Lord saying, God, like please take this away from me. Like please just help me through this and be with me in this. But I really think that like our thought life has so much weight on everything, just yeah. absolutely everything. I mean, I, I know my thoughts run like a mile a minute yeah. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's like a girl thing either. But. I know.
0: Honestly, I think it's a, I don't, I don't know if it's a girl thing. I think it may just be what if you're an emotional person or not, and then where mm, that leads yeah. you. Um, cause my is very emotional and he's not a girl, so he's, yeah <laughs> um, he's a thinker as well. So yeah, you're, it can start and then just spiral. It's
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. And back to like what Maddie said, she was, I, I think it was Maddie's episode where she was talking about like, okay, so why am I thinking that? Yeah. Or like, and then just digging deep, like you said, into yeah. the heart motive and like yeah. the deep, like. Heart struggles, which is hard, which exactly. is real hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the last thing you really want to do. But like I said, it's that choice of, okay, I'm either going to go one way, which is more, it's the easy route for sure, just to like <laughs> keep, keep sitting in it and just focusing on the things that are, they're easy to think about because they can kind of get you, it makes you feel better when you think about how you're mad at this person or, Um, you were right in the situation, other person wasn't, and it's, that's easy to do rather than the other way around of, okay, what could I have done better? Okay. Why did I say this? You know, and digging into the not so good, not so easy stuff. (laughs) So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hear you.
0: Yeah. So I think that your podcast definitely answers this next question, but, um, within all of that, I think just even your words on this podcast, you've celebrated women so well, um, but how do you feel with women, whether it's in your season or, um, women that you may be like mentoring or discipling people in your friend groups, how are you celebrating them right now? Um, and if you're celebrating them in different ways, but are dreaming of wanting to do it in a different way, um, than what you are now, what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. So, oh, I wish I was better at this because often I can just like sit in my house and Mm. like not like go out and celebrate other people you know so Mm. like I totally as I came to this question I really wish that I was better at this but I think I guess back to like thinking about things I think that we can like celebrate others by not letting like that root of jealousy or bitterness like come up in our own hearts um I know that we talked about social media a little bit and it is so hard to like get jealous over someone's like social media account even though mm-hmm. it sounds like so trite and stupid and simple but like i think that for that aspect, like, I think that really engaging with other people on social media who you like love their stuff, Mm -hmm. I think engaging with them and like leaving those comments, which sounds so like silly, but we're kind of in this world right now where we can really celebrate people like wherever we are because of our technology. So I really think that like intentionally reaching out to people and like leaving those comments and starting a relationship online yeah, I think absolutely. is a wonderful way to celebrate people because people who like are really trying to like intentionally like not build is such a terrible world word but like build community and relationships online like they want you to engage with them so absolutely. I think that that's an awesome way to celebrate with others is to like comment on their stuff yeah. which is a super practical super like small little simple kind of silly thing yeah. <laughs> but-
0: well and even the season that you're in of, like, I think that's what, um, celebrating whenever, whenever anyone thinks of it, we think of, like, a big, huge party, right? So it's yeah. not, um, but... I think just kind of getting to the foundation of it all is, like, where's your heart in looking at other people? And so even if you're mm-hmm. at home with Isaiah, it doesn't necessarily need to be, like, you're walking down the street yelling at girls, like, hey, you're looking good. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily, that can definitely be one way, but, like, what you're doing and being at home and loving on your son and choosing to, um, like you said, be on social media and not see it as a... Uh, jealous time and, like, out of, like, bitter looking at other people's, but rather than, <laughs> like, lifting them up, not only in the way that you talk to them, but just setting in your heart the way that you see them, um, is where it all starts and where it has to start. Because it was something I talked with Kirsten about yesterday. It was, like, it's not it's not easy for us to celebrate other people. Like, the culture that we live <laughs> in, it's just not. Um So we it starts with us and starts with just like the quiet moments that we're in um and then goes from there but it, like I said it's not necessarily parties all the time I mean I'm not having any parties for anybody and I'm the one that's like <laughs> starting this season so uh, yeah no. I think
1: like compliments like in real life are so important too. you yeah. know, like just like simple compliments, like taking it back to the foundation of celebrating and like building others up. I think that compliments are so good. Yeah. I have a, a coworker and she is awesome at giving compliments like you almost can expect a compliment from her but she was just so good at giving like genuine compliments about like okay about your look and I mean granted I'm in scrubs so there isn't much like compliments you can give there but like (laughs) just 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 acknowledging that others are doing a good job because we all want to be acknowledged so I think like acknowledging others in whatever they're doing or um I guess in my seasons like oh let's see being a mom wife student worker um (laughs) I think like just acknowledging other people who are also in your season like for others who have little kids like complimenting their children on if they do something right or like complimenting the way that they parent or the way that they discipline or even saying something like oh girl I wish I could discipline my child like that or like granted I'm not really in the phase of discipline yet or at least I don't think I am (laughs) but um I think that complimenting and acknowledging like what other people are doing and letting them know like you are doing such a good job like I'm sure God would say, like, well done, my good and faithful servant, in this way. And I think that compliments are such a good way to build up other women who are gritting it.
0: Absolutely. And even if it's not necessarily a compliment of what they're doing, but just more saying, like, I see you and I'm with you, is a way to just, I don't know, I think women need to do that more. I mean, I definitely included. So, yeah, I love that. That's really, really good. So I guess with then that question of how are we celebrating women, but then tying it in with grit, do you have any tangible ways that um, women can grit it with one another rather than
1: against one another? Yeah, so I think, so now I'm thinking like in terms of actually being like with your girlfriends in person yeah. or like being with whoever is in your life, like whether you're at work or whatever it is. So, I think that, like, just listening to them and, like, listening to their heart and, like, listening to their struggles. Is such like a valid thing to do to yeah. like grit it out with them and like when I listen to someone who and granted this is so hard like at work to really throw Jesus at someone <laughs> like that is a totally another topic but like with people who I know are Christ followers and I guess even for people who aren't like Christ followers this like has the same truth that i try to apply so i try to think of like three things when i'm listening to another person speak about some sort of like deep heart issue and i try to think like first what is at stake for this person in light of the gospel so Mm -hmm. like if i can reorient my heart even to just think about like that person who I'm speaking to is like a child of God or like the Lord like really wants to work in this person's life and maybe they just can't see it yet. Or like maybe I need to share Jesus with them or whatever. So like me and my, evangelizing mind yeah. over here but i think that that is like so good to just think about like to think that this like god is working in that person's life and like how is god working that they might not see it's such an awesome way to like listen to people yeah. um i think like like putting yourself in their situation so that word of empathy is so important to like thinking so if i was in this girl's situation what would I want to hear? Like, what would I not want to hear? Because I think that there are so many like just silly responses that people have to situations that are things that like everybody says, but don't actually like help anything. So one of those huge responses, and this will lead me on to like my next thing that I think that we can do um, for other people. But one of my huge responses that I like, but I kind of am growing not to like. Is (laughs) is I I don't know if I really like when people say "I'll pray for you." Yeah, and I know that that's like a terrible thing to say. That I don't like it, (laughs) but but I think right now I'm at the season where it's like, and I still say like "I'll pray for you," and I'm I cringe every time I like leave it at that. but I think actually, like having the boldness and the strength to actually pray for someone like right there at that moment in real time, just doing it. (laughs) I think that that is something that is so important and something that we just don't really do. Um, but that, I mean, it really does take, I, I mean, there are there is a lot of fear around that, but I would much rather have someone actually pray over me and like me walk away from this situation and feeling God's presence, um, versus someone saying like "I'll pray for you" yeah. and just leaving it at that. But that is like me preaching to my own self because I really need to work on this. No, um, and I totally hear so, on that
0: too for myself. Like I've I've been there too, where if I Recently, really, of if I say I'm pray, i going to pray for someone, I either literally, like if it's through text or something, I do it right (laughs) then and there because I don't want to forget about it. And I hate saying it when I know deep down I may not even really do it, you know, and that's horrible, but that's because we've just gotten in this habit of like, oh, this is the easy answer, like you said. So, no, I love that, especially when you do it in person. Like, how can I do this? Or even if it's over text, like, I'll pray for you. Let me text it out and send it to you so you know, (laughs) like that it's actually said, sent, delivered, you know, like, that we're lifting you up kind of
1: thing. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And then that, like, kind of goes back to, like, the heart issue, you know? Like, if I just leave it at, I'll pray for you, but then I don't actually pray for that person who really does need prayer. Like, what do I actually think about prayer? You know, like, what like how important is prayer actually to me? Like, do I actually believe in the power of prayer? Like, do I actually like believe that I'm speaking to God and that like the Holy Spirit is speaking through me and that I can lift like another brother and sister up? Like, I think that that really gets to like the heart issue of like, am I just really minimizing prayer when prayer is this super awesome, important, like all powerful thing that we can do for another person and yeah. that we could do for ourselves is to pray. So I think that that is like my biggest encouragement is like, granted, yes, if you have never said to someone, like, I'll pray for you, I think that that's an awesome place to start. Absolutely. And I think that that is still like a valid thing to say. Um, and then I think like to keep it, at, to keep it so that you'll actually pray for that person is to, like, write it on your phone, like, in a notes app or something or, like, yeah. write it down somewhere to pray for that person yeah. or, like, even letting that person know, like, I'm going to write your name down right now and, like, tonight I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. Like, if you don't feel like you can actually pray for someone aloud. Exactly. Um, so and I think takes, that that's It awesome. takes the,
0: the baby steps, right? And even if it's – we're not necessarily – comfortable right then and there, or even like sending yeah. something out. It's allowing the Lord to work through you in that of like, okay, no, right now I really feel like they just need like a quiet space to where they know someone's <laughs> praying for them. But uh, just really, um, asking the Lord to, to lead through that and not pushing it. Cause sometimes, but at this, I don't know, it's hard. Cause like you want, the Lord will be pushing, um, to where, I don't know if you've get gotten this, but I get this, like, I get really uncomfortable in ways where I'm like, I know this is the Lord telling me to do something, mm. and I don't want to mm-hmm. do it, you know? Um, and so it's kind of that, okay, allowing the Lord to lead, and sometimes that leads to quiet times, but then other times that leads to uncomfortable places where you just have to step out and do it. Um, yeah. And it just really takes, I guess, grit, you know? <laughs> like, coming back and be like, okay, I gotta do this, or I'm not gonna do it today, but taking steps forward for the next few times, you know?
1: Yeah, that totally makes sense. I think like when God has a specific assignment for us and he's really telling us something, I think that also like the enemy is also telling us not to do it and putting that fear in our life or we're putting that fear in our life to actually step out in faith and do it. But I mean, every time that I've pushed past that point of like fear, I've always been so thankful that I did it, you yeah, know, like absolutely. there's, it's just, is so there's fun. never
0: been a time that I've ever been like, oh shoot, I didn't, I didn't want to pray for that person right then and there, <laughs> you know, Yeah. <laughs> or I really yeah. wish I wouldn't have spoken that to them, you know, no, because yeah, definitely like leading and letting him lead in that is, yeah, I never regret it.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Well, um. Yeah, I loved all of that. Is there anything else that, like, you didn't get a chance to list out with that last question? I know that you've taken all your notes and been praying over it, so I want to make sure that you're able to share what's on your heart.
1: Yeah, no, I think I've covered it all, but I do want to ask you just one question, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I would love, and I'm sure that your listeners would, like, love to hear like, how can we encourage you to grit it out in this season that you're at? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's For so real. Like, how sweet. can we? Um,
0: I honestly, I think it's – I just want to see other people doing what we're talking about, you know? So it's kind of <laughs> acting out and then showing that we're doing this and we're doing this together. Because I think – um a lot of things when it comes to social media, which it sucks because the algorithm of Instagram and Facebook, we don't really get to see everyone's posts anymore. You get to see like three or four and then you're kind of like, oh yeah, I forgot I followed this person, you know? Um, but I think a lot of it for me is just, I, um, I want to hear from people. I want to, um, know how everyone's doing and hear how everybody's kind of, putting these steps into action and whether it's like, I just want to make sure that my podcast is something that is helping others rather than just, um, of course, like I love conversation. I love having that people are listening, but I want it to lead to next steps, you know, rather than just uploading and listening to 12 at a time and not doing anything about what you hear. You know, that's my heart for this for sure is, What are some things that I don't want it just to be just the platform of a podcast or whether or Facebook group or whatever? I want it to
1: then take steps into like real world stuff. Yeah, definitely. That is such like that is such a beautiful picture of a humble heart because oh. even like when I ask you, how can we help you? You <laughs> are thinking like, how can we, how can I actually help them? Yeah. So I think that that is like such just such a beautiful picture of such like a humbled heart like on fire for God to help others. Um, <laughs> and I think even just like by example, I mean people are going to like change and think about like what you do. Talk about you know mm-hmm. like about your conversations and I um yeah I don't know the best way for you to like gauge if people are actually living it out or not yeah. um but yeah. back to the lovely social media it looks like the hashtag grit it girl only has 37 posts girl it looks like you're it, doing yeah. research for me <laughs> I yeah love totally it. I mean social media stuff and yes. it looks like you're on there once and then this one other girl is like totally taking over the It girl feed
0: love it okay um, i'll totally check but, it out
1: yeah it looks like she kind of uses some um some like r-rated um, <laughs> <laughs> language so maybe just don't follow her maybe Grit <laughs> um, it yeah, and
0: then yeah. uh let the lord lead <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, maybe she's a very nice woman, but um, the yeah. post that I just read is maybe, maybe not what you're going for, but <laughs> there's only 37 Gritted Girl posts, All so right. maybe, like, your listeners could totally follow up on, like, the tips that they're using for from your podcast yeah. to actually, like, hashtag it out, It Girl, so oh, that they can that. further encourage you, that you are encouraging them.
0: Oh, thank you. That seriously bringing tears to my eyes, so thank you so much. That means a lot, because oh, it's definitely, yeah. it's hard for me to stop and think um, back to my Enneagram number. What do I need and what does that <laughs> look like? And asking people for help, you know? Um, yeah. so, but seriously, um, I forgot that we talked about the Enneagram. Let me know what number you think that you are and I will send you all the things for you to read about. Um, oh,
1: awesome. Yeah. And I would love s- that.
0: Yeah. No, cause I have, um, I actually have the sacred Enneagram, I lost the book, so I had to buy the ebook to read when I was traveling, but um, I can screenshot different things and send them to you.
1: Oh, I would love that because, yes, I have been wondering for so long what I am. <laughs> and especially what my husband is because yeah. our, like, cleaning oh, yeah. routines are just not on par. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, definitely. Like, what are some little things that, okay, this is his thing, so how can yeah. I help <laughs> and um, see it as just um, his little, I don't know, the good things in him rather than, like, the annoying little things, you oh, know? Oh, <laughs> yes,
1: I hear you. Shout out to all the married couples out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys just grit it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. If you're married, you're just gritting it. That's really what it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love my husband,
0: though. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. No, I think it's, it's just, like, any relationship, right? Like, you're choosing to be with them and choosing and loving and, like, it's not always easy, and I think, that's one thing that we forget. is not even like in marriage, but in friendships, too. Yeah. It's, oh, it's f- definitely. It's a fight mm-hmm. sometimes. So,
1: well, thank yeah. you, Rachel, so
0: much for coming on. I loved how prepared you were. I'm not a prepared person, so the fact that you came with written things to these questions was amazing. And oh, the fact that you're praying no. over it, I'm so thankful. So, I can't oh, wait for goodness. this to go out, and um, I'll definitely let you know, uh, hopefully a few weeks before, kind of when it's going um and yeah and especially for you asking questions for me and um encouraging me that was very i mean I don't really have words for it so thank you
1: <laughs> oh, well uh, it's only the lord for sure but just know I truly have been listening and have been so encouraged by you from the last like year and you and Kirsten like totally were the ones to encourage me to even start like a podcast and kind of follow my own dreams so if anything you have totally like made an impact on my life for sure so I just thank you for that
0: oh my gosh of course thank you thank you
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well I I I was gonna say I'll pray for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) but I believe you I know that you will be
1: this <laughs> all right well you have a good rest of your day okay Thank you,
0: you too okay bye bye and that's that guys isn't she great and she's so sweet seriously would love to meet her in person and guys go check out her podcast um, it's all about discipleship and Um, I actually cut out a little bit of when she did describe it just because it was over an hour and I wanted to make sure we got to the questions. But guys, go make sure you check her out because she obviously has the greatest heart and the greatest heart for the Lord. And so um, go support her and what she's doing. And I will see you in two weeks. Thank you guys for sticking around. You are the best. And I don't want to stop this credit girl because I'm loving it. And no matter if it's two to three weeks at a time, know that I'm loving this thing and I love that you guys are here with me. All right. I'll see you next time.